This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Peter Moses. Well, goddamn Tarnit, Tarnation. Goddamn Tarnit, Tarnation. Basketball's back, and I am pensive, pensive as ever. Is that the I'm word? Mike Pensive. Yeah, uh, I just feel like... You're Mike Pensive about basketball right now? I yeah. feel so queasy about ball. Why? I don't know, man. All-Star break is over. Trade deadline has passed. Yeah. Some so, moves have been made. So many okay moves made yep. by so many all-right teams. Was was this trade deadline more f- interesting and fun just because like I'm paying more attention than I ever have, or was it like actually interesting? Because yeah, everyone's it was, like, it was, it was pretty active. I feel like people it, are like, oh, the trade deadline sucked again because Jimmy Butler didn't get moved. But I mean, Demarcus Boogie, Cousins got, got moved, moved to like, New Orleans. That's yeah. a big move. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's always the narrative is like people build it up and then it's disappointment. Disappointment. Uh, that's what happens for All Star Break. There's all this like. Uh, KD and Russ are going to be on the same team. Are they going to play on the court together? And then, like everyone, just like starts furiously masturbating in a fury about like the prospect of this. And then, when the game like isn't as doesn't live up to these wild expectations, you're like, All Star Game sucked. Furious masturbation, best way to do it. Yeah. On a side note, that'd be cool. Fast and Furious, my favorite movie and my favorite way to jack off. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. So today we figured we'd just go through. Every single trade that happened and give it like a fake superfluous grade or opinion. What to, what is the system? Because I went to a, um, one of those like uh, 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 kind of magnet schools. Where you like didn't have grades? No, they were just like different letters. All right. What were the letters? Like Jamel was gifted. It was like M's. For what? I don't know. Just like, you know, like... chilling. And then, the, <laughs> and then the S's were like, okay, yeah, you're doing your thing. S class, top tier. Okay, I think but we I should we should do it on a scale of one to five basketballs. One to five right. basketballs, check, check, minus. Yeah. Five balls means it's sweet, and one one balls means not so sweet. Yeah, but Got each it. team gets its own grade, right? Because like, a trade is like a competition, and one team yeah. wins and one and team Yeah, and I think loses. also because like, a couple teams made a couple different you know moves, we can just grade each each team. And like also like our uh, none of this is based on any actual fact, just our brazen, well, the, uneducated the trades opinion. are facts. The trades are facts. Insert, yeah, the trades are facts. The opinions are alternative uh, facts. Alt- yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like uh, yeah, like alt like uh, like uh, Jacob Dylan. You know what I mean? Not like you know what I mean. Or Jacob one. Dylan, you said, yeah. like, and rather than Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, it's like the wallflowers. All right, the trades are Bob Dylan. Our opinions are Jacob Dylan. Yeah. Cool. That makes sense. Covering Heroes by David Bowie. All right. I'm going to go back actually to... Wait, no. Okay. So the trades are David Bowie. (laughs) Okay. And then our opinions are Jacob Dylan covering 
David Heroes Bowie? by David Bowie. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Good. Got it. So no one should even just so you could turn it off now and be like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we're basically telling you this. The rest of this podcast yeah. is going to be annoying. Yeah, yeah and and you can scrap this one. It's going to be in the background of a car commercial, <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to hate hearing it. Tune in now. Don't leave us. If you're just tuning in, why? Yeah, why? Why did you? <laughs> why did you just skip two minutes into this podcast? That's so weird. But also welcome and thanks for yeah. doing that weird ritual and continuing to listen to the rest of the yeah. show should we start just talking about trades yeah all right <laughs> so i want to go back to the first trade that i feel like happened in the trade deadline which was actually a month and a half ago which was the portland trailblazers received the cleveland cavaliers first round pick and cleveland received the 2018 protected first round pick which they then immediately trade and then they traded to the hawks mike dunleavy mo williams their 2019 first round pick and cash for kyle Korver. So I want to go back there just because after everything that's happened, I feel like it's like one of the only trades we can actually like look at with a, a bit of hindsight just because it was six weeks ago. And I would say like – because basically what? The Cavs gave up two first-round picks for Kyle Korver and got rid of Mike Dunleavy and Mo Williams. Yeah, I think that was a great trade, especially because Korver really helps the team. Uh, it adds more shooting, when, especially with J.R. Smith out for so long. Uh, and – like what? Their picks are not going to be good. Like they're going to the fucking finals. So what are they? They're 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 giving up the thirtieth pick in the first round. Like not no big deal. Yeah, they David Griffith basically just like wi- like wizarded away to because uh, you can't trade two first round picks in a row. So he got his uh, twenty seventeen pick back so that he could unload the twenty seventeen and the twenty nineteen pick. Yeah. So I whatever. I just want to say uh, five balls for the Cavs. I mean, of course, man. You you give them six if you could. I know. Yeah. I'm going to say five balls and a net. Five balls and a net? Yeah. Just because Corver has just been swishing nets like a fucking crazy exactly. person? Exactly, yeah. It's amazing. ripping them. It is crazy. Have you seen and like And the Cavs have this, like, quote-unquote death lineup that they were talking about where it's just they play all the big guys. So it's basically, like, LeBron, Derek Williams, Channing Frye, Tristan Thompson, and Kyle Corver. Just like everyone is six eight, and everyone can hit threes, and everyone can hit threes. Um, I'm gonna just side note. I I hate the term death lineup or lineup of death or whatever. Like, what a dumb fucking term that yeah, somehow everyone started saying, it. and now you can't. Like, I mean, I'm not knocking you for saying it, no, but, but it's just it's like it's everywhere. I was everyone also caught off guard when I heard them say it on TNT because I hadn't heard it before. I mean, I know it like they've played that lineup a little bit before the All Star break, but like yeah, they're just like a exactly? tall lineup. Yeah, like it's the, actually just like it's like a t- it's just I don't know. Well, it's a tall like, it lineup that can hit threes and switch from 2015. But the, the lineup they would use to close the games, which was Steph, Clay, Draymond, Andre Iguodala, and uh, Harrison Barnes, and they would call that the lineup of death. Or whatever, because like they would crush their, whatever team. Their plus minus for the season was like five thousand. Yeah, but then like now it's just kind of like an accepted term, like free throw or like out of bounds. Like why? Like why is TNT just being like, well, the, the Cavs are starting their death line up tonight? Like it is strange. Stop. It's so stupid. I hate. I just hate it. I thought it meant. Do like, you want it to be like the lifeline them? Yeah, let's be positive about it. Come on, guys. Let's be the like ever the, flowing, evanescent life. Light lineup. Yeah, the universalist lineup is what I want. The global elite yeah. lineup. Who's gonna come? Who's gonna have the first most holistic lineup? <laughs> Spurs probably. Yeah, Spurs of course. Are the Spurs the first team that's gonna sign uh, an acupuncturist to their twelfth spot. <laughs> <laughs> 
on a side note. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I like they should just sign Diana Taurasi to their tall spot. Oh, they should yeah. do it. They will. I mean, I don't know. I, I liked your idea of if, if LeBron wins the championship this year, then he insists on signing a woman to the team next year. Just like put Candace Parker on the team. It's Candace Parker. I mean, God, I want to sign her to my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. You get five balls for was, Candace Parker signing in your life. Candace Parker, you get ten balls, <laughs> two hoops, and a ring. <laughs> oh. Owie zowie. It'll be uncomfortable if she, if she ever ever hears this. She never will hear All this. Right. Yeah. All right, so next trade is February 13th, day before Valentine's Day. The Denver Nuggets traded Mason Plumley and a 2018 second-round pick to the Port... Por- to the Portland Trailblazers. Sorry, they received from the Portland Trailblazers Yusef Nurkic and a 2017 protected first-round pick that originally came from Memphis. Is every pick protected now? It is like it is like I mean I can like read the protection, but it's just like so Who's fucking been, complicated. Who yeah. was bullying? No, no, these no, picks. no one wants to hear all that. Oh well, it's just yeah. a, it's just top five protected. That's yeah. all. Okay. So Portland gets Nurk. They basically just swap Nurkic and Plumlee in draft picks. I mean, that's a good trade for Portland. I think Plumley has kind of been, you know, he's not setting the world on fire or anything. Plumley is like perfect. It is, it's great for Denver though because he slides in and like can play next to Jokic. Really, like, I mean, he'll get you like ten points and five rebounds and a couple turnovers a game. Yeah, but, but Jokic not... is going to be playing like at the top, at the elbow, you know, or the top of the key. He basically just like runs. And so he's going to kind of be playing that like Tristan Thompson role on offense where he's just like sliding to the hoop. But I don't think Plumlee is like the kind of center that you're like, all right, well, we got spacing with with Jokic so we can, or Jokic. Is it Jokic or Jokic? I think it's Jokic. But then his nickname is the Joker. So the hard J and the nickname, nickname is the soft J. Because, you know, name. welcome to America. That's true. You know I mean? uh, but yeah, like I don't think, I don't think Plumlee is the kind of center that you're like, well, we got Jokic space on the floor, so like we can just... You know, he can just roll to the rim and we can toss him alley-oops. He's not very athletic, Plumley. So then why do you think they had to give him a first round? Like, they had to swap picks, too. Like, because, like, they think, obviously, that like, getting Plumley now is he's better because they had to give up that first round pick that they had from Memphis. This is what I don't understand. I know I this know. is, like, stupid, like, to talk about, but, like, how, like, how they decide, like, because, yeah, I would think, like, Nurkic has like more upside, so why would you have to like also include a first round pick to just get him off your hands? I don't know. What what the hell happened to Kenneth Fareed? Yeah, the I don't animal. Know. Yeah, remember that guy? Is he just a man now? No more animal. I think he's like a. He's uh, a man, man. Yeah, just a regular ass man. He's like a man shelter animal. <laughs> he's like A-A-R-P? He's kind of no, like no, a little past his prime. His owners have kind of like you know we're like we're moving houses and we don't want to take this dog with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. AARP no, he's still good, right? People. He's still, yeah. Which one's dogs? Peter, uh, AARP is for A-S-P-C-A-A. people. The AARD <laughs> is for dogs. It's for dogs, yeah. Old dogs? Old dogs. Old dogs go to Starring AARD. Tim Allen? Is that that movie? Yep. No, that's Wild Hogs. Old Dogs yeah. is John Travolta. Yeah, Wild Hogs. like the same premise, right? Yeah. Old Dogs and Wild Hogs are the same movie. They just switched the, the, the title. Place. I can't remember which one I saw, but I did see one of them, and saw... it was the craziest movie I've ever seen. Wild Dogs? I saw wild dogs and old hogs. Old hogs. <laughs> old yeah. hogs. Oh, dude, I love uh, a good porno. old hog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a classic VHS porno tape. Uh, so I'm going to give five basketballs to wild hogs. Yeah. What about old dogs? Uh, three basketballs. All right, cool. But, as far as the nuggets, I don't know, man. Yeah, whatever. 
I don't know. I, I don't mean, think the Nuggets are going to be. I, I think the the Blazers came out on top on that trade. I think Nurkic is is a kind of a, a better. Do you think they just wanted to move past him because they were just like we're going like obviously like it was like which one of these two guys is going to rise and he just completely superseded him so they just had to move on from him. Yeah, I mean we we've been to some Clippers Blazers games and you know what what was Plumlee good for? He seemed to just kind of. Not be very good, and he would almost get into a fight with DeAndre Jordan. He does like look. Time. He makes being like mediocre and playing horrible defense like look pretty good because he can like drive to the hoop. He's active on the offensive end. Yeah, like, but he like, looks like he. You're like, oh, this. He looks like a better basketball player than he is because you're like, oh, you're anchoring like a shit defense. Right, he looks now. like a Nazi. He does. He look looks like a Nazi. the way Spencer Hall's acts. Mm. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah. That's mean. I don't know. I don't know anything about his his uh, Plumlee's political beliefs, but uh, I would not be surprised if he is active on 4chan. <laughs> Let's find out. Hit us up. Let us know if Mason yeah. Plumlee's on 4chan. Mason Plumlee tweeted us at Airbuds Pod. Are you on 4chan? Or are you uh, no man to that? Who's the eighth seed in the West right now? Just one last. It's thing. the it's the Nuggets by it about three Nuggets, games. By yeah, three games. and then Portland's right behind them. So you think Portland? Portland's right behind them, and uh, and the Blazers are right behind them, and the Kings. Yeah, the Kings are still still very. It's a four team race right now. Hey, I don't don't look too fast, but the Kings did win their first game yeah. out of the break. Collie Stein, great game. Yeah, what twenty nine? I don't know. Twenty nine and twelve, or you know, just a just a nice. That's amazing. Nice ass line. I was too busy uh, watching uh, the Sixers beat the Wizards last night. Oh man, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't have to talk about that. Well, we were gonna bring it up. Yeah. It was coming up eventually. We'll talk about it later. Should we move on to the next trade? Yeah, let's move on to the next trade. This one uh, is still with a little bit of hindsight because it was two weeks ago, but I think it actually looks uh, still um, more interesting now, which is uh, the Terrence Ross in a first-round pick to Orlando for Serge Ibaka. To Toronto. To Toronto. How, did anybody see Boston and Toronto the other day? I did. I watched it. I watched it yesterday. It, Kyle Lowry was out, actually. I don't know why Kyle Lowry was out. I don't know. Um, oldness. Oldness. But... Um, you know that I mean. You know how like sometimes you get a, like a week and a half off from work, and then you still need the rest. And you're yeah. like, oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was confused. Maybe he tweaked something in the All Star game. Maybe. Um, he didn't play that much though. Yeah, but he was for some reason he was out. Um, yeah, they kept it close. It was a good game. Isaiah Thomas is just like better than everyone. At one point, Demari Carroll just like f- threw Isaiah Thomas across the floor on a drive, just like chucked him and he slid all the way to the corner just like rolled him up like a bowling ball basically and then isaiah thomas got up and kind of made like a, a, a two-finger like toy gun with his hand and like pointed it right at damari carroll's face and then it was all exciting and then they re- reviewed it for like 10 minutes and all the momentum <laughs> was lost and you're the like yeah, to figure out yeah. who was the meanest yeah yeah the gun they reviewed the gun yeah like, pew pew that's what he said too i think yeah. Nice, cute. Well, it was a laser gun, which we all know is fantasy, so he didn't really threaten them. They did a um, ballistics test. Yeah. <laughs> Look, just in terms of like what the rest of the market uh, dictated, I would say that like originally I would give him the Orlando Magic two basketballs for this trade. I would give – I mean, they gave up their only good player, I guess, for what again? Terrence Ross is on a really he's got like three years left on a pretty nice deal and the first and their first round pick for this year. Yeah, so I mean that's not going to be a great pick from Toronto. That's going to be like a twenty four twenty five pick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Terrence Ross is a fine player, but he's definitely a downgrade from Serge Ibaka. And the Raptors, in the meanwhile, like just completely like increased their chances of beating the Cavs. 
Sure. Yeah. But, but like, and I think it's hard to judge this trade without thinking about the negative basketballs that they would have gotten for that Oklahoma City trade, like the Oladipo trade for Ibaka. But, like, Ibaka wasn't going to resign there, so you got, like, a first-round pick in Terrence Ross. That's true. That's yeah, not at least bad. you got something. Yeah. So, would you say three basketballs for the Magic? Yeah. Magic, three basketballs. You get three basketballs. I'm going to say Raptors, you get a solid 4.5 in yeah. my book. Yeah, the Magic's biggest problem is Aaron Gordon's a fucking herb. What a, dwee, what a dweeb ass. I mean, they just, it's sad. Now I just see him as like a fucking dork with a drone. <laughs> Get out of here, dweeb. Yeah. Why don't you go home and play with your drone? Looking like you're about to cry on the bench. Did you guys watch any of Boogie's appearance with the... Uh... I saw they lost by fucking 30. Yeah, they lost by 30. But like They combined for like 65 points, 25 rebounds. Yeah, the question is just like... Who can they get in the off season? Because I, you know, after watching them for a game, and that's the next trade was the New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans receive Omri Caspi, R.I.P., who broke his thumb in like the first five minutes he was playing for the Pelicans. He's having a pretty good game. And Demarcus Cousins, and then the Kings got Reek Evans, Langston Galloway, the future new Steph Curry, Buddy Heald, <laughs> and uh, first round uh, pick twenty seventeen. And a second round pick in 2017. I mean, the Kings, it seems like they should get between one and two basketballs for this. But I think they were just so desperate to get Boogie out of there, like rightfully or wrongfully. Like, I mean. I'm giving them three. I'm giving them three balls. Extra yeah, ball. They, they came out with some, uh, some not a, great pieces, but they got, you know, they're going to have a good first round pick. They're going to get that second round pick. They got rid of Boogie, which is it seems like all they wanted out of it. And it's either you do it now, get something, or you let him leave in the summer and call you trash, and he and he leaves for nothing. I mean, it seems like Boogie wanted to stay. Did it? He I said he, he was. He said leave. he wanted to sign that extension. To who? When? To the, to yeah, the media. To the media. Yeah. But that's just because they lost, and it's basically like "fuck you." We'll trade. We'll we'll trade you just so you can't make thirty million more dollars i don't know man he's got the word loyalty tattooed on his body so he's probably loyal to a fault he's very invested in that community that's what annoyed me is that like after they traded him and vladi divak was like we're like we're trying to i can't do a fucking yeah, vladi yeah, divak yeah, yeah. accent good, he's like we're trying try. to build well, like we, character matters is basically what they're trying said. to build like, character oh, matters uh yeah, the dude that like the dude don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I'm quitting the podcast. I'm quitting right the now. podcast right now. Bye, guys. Vladi Divac, over and out. Literally walking One out love. of the room. <laughs> One love. Juan love. No, Juan love. So, if there are any agents listening, Peter's very good at accents. <laughs> I do the accent. Um, but yeah, no, like Vladi Divac saying, like, character matters is kind of bullshit because, like, Boogie. Was incredibly committed to that community. He like he you know supported kids and schools and like did community initiatives. Like he's just because he gets technicals doesn't mean he's not a good dude. I didn't say he was a bad yeah, dude. No one said he was a bad guy, Mike. What's I mean, what Vladi might have said. He's no, Vladi was. Vladi was. Vladi was implying it. Yeah, Vladi was implying he's a bad guy. It wasn't any of us. I did think it was me for a second, but I was like, I ain't say that shit. Yeah, your name's not Vladi. Yeah, not yet. But look, Vlade! <laughs> I mean. I don't know, man. The, the text matter on the floor. I mean, I don't know why they lost by 30 the other night, but when you guys were like, would you trade everything for Boogie to Washington? I said no because 
Like, I'm sure he's a good guy off the court, but he loses it on the court, and we need wins. The basketball team needs wins. The community needs laptops for inner-city youth, for sure. That's what the community needs. The basketball team needs a composed star. Would you have traded Otto Porter for Boogie Cousins straight up? I would trade Otto Porter for Boogie straight up if it came with a Wingstop franchise for me personally. That's the only way I'd do it. If I, Jamel Johnson, received a Wingstop franchise? Yeah, a three-team deal where the Wizards get Boogie, the Kings get Otto Porter, and Jamel Johnson receives a Wingstop in Springfield, Virginia. I say five basketballs to the Pelicans because their backcourt is so embarrassingly bad. I'd say their backcourt is worse than, like, LeBron's backcourt when he went to the finals with, like... Worse than Eric Snow and them. Eric Snow, Larry Hughes. Like, like I mean, well, Drew Holiday's all right, but, like, they just have no depth. You know a team has no depth when you fuck with them on NBA 2K and you're like, they have no depth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even know who's coming off the bench for them. It was the, it was the cat, Frazier. Frazier and Niles. Solomon Hill. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer is coming Kelsey off Grammer the bench is coming for off the fucking the Pelicans. For the Pelicans. Damn. Yeah. But, like, cheers, Frazier. Yeah. So, like, coked up, Frazier. Yeah, yeah real. real. Which is weird, because I was actually only into Frazier, Frazier. Wasn't into cheers at all. Oh, I love one cheers. one of those kids. Frazier's fine. I love cheers, though. I was a Frazier exclusive type of... I... Here's, here's, my, here's my take on Frazier. You want to know why Frazier's yeah. a bad show? Tell me. An AM radio host cannot afford that apartment. You can if you're like a rich fucking doctor, though. Yeah, right? he was still living all. He had doctor paper. Right. Oh, did he ever? Did he ever see patients? Do you remember ever him? him Yo, ever we a only patient? saw him after five o'clock. Yeah. Did, how do you also? How do you you saw him at the radio station every episode. No, I'm talking about Cheers. This the the apartment is coming from Cheers money. Yeah. When he was like a therapist. he was just like a therapist, and he's like, I gotta go drink because I'm being a therapist all the time. Yeah, and yeah. And then he got on a radio show. Because he wanted to keep drinking, and he was like, fuck being a doctor. I don't know. I, I, I see a therapist. I don't think she's rich. <laughs> I don't think she's making a ton of money. Well, maybe she, that's on her for the upper prices. And you know, Frazier uh, probably got one of those crazy like uh, rent-controlled Manhattan Definitely. spots because uh, white people always get the good deals still. Hold on, estate. you were Frazier exclusive, and you think it took place in Manhattan? I mean, what? Well, hold it's on, Seattle. It's Seattle. The Space Needle is right in the. What the, what the uh, fuck are we talking about? Real estate. <laughs> you can buy whatever the fuck you want in Seattle. No, Seattle's expensive as hell. Really? It is now? Yeah, not it wasn't the damn expensive nineties. Not when it was real world was there. That's just, when the market went up when they we had that season de- of yeah, real we world. Just debunked your Frazier trutherism right there. Oh, uh, you see what I, I did know. to you? I flipped you like I was a fucking DA in Law and Order. Papa. All right. So five basketballs to the Pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. All right. Let's talk about your team, Michael. No. <laughs> we need to. We got to pour one out for the process because it yeah. feels like it's over before it even began. Where is he? Where, what is he? Is he in like a little, little Sam Hickey? hyperbolic time chamber? He's, he's living up in Silicon Valley. Right. Uh, he's snowboarding <laughs> and he's writing like long letters to like everyone he knows. <laughs> See, see, I told yeah. you. He, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess in a way, he was a little vindicated once Joel Embiid had a good season. But you know, hey, who's not on the floor right now? Joel Embiid. Who's not on the floor right now? Ben Simmons. Like, uh, so we still don't know whether or not the process would have worked if Sam Hickey were to stand in control. We do know that uh, Colangelo is steady fucking things up. 
Which Colangelo yeah. is this? Jerry? It's yeah. both of them. It's like <laughs> both of them fucking shit up. Colangeli. The Colangeli are at it again. So they just gave away Irsan Ilyasova to the Atlanta Hawks for, for Tiago Splitter, who's never going to play for the 76ers. Yeah, where has he and been? for basically what's going to be a Miami second-round pick this year or next year and a swap pick that barely even matters in the second round of this year. It's, Two second-round so picks. Him, which is crazy because they got him, and everyone's like, what a great deal. Yeah. What a great Ursan, uh, a great veteran presence, great defender, led the league, still leads the league, and charges taken, uh, could shoot, could ball, and just was good to have around. It just seemed like the team loved him. The younger guys loved him, and he was like a good influence. And then they just gave him away for fucking Tiago Splitter, the most Disney villain-sounding dude ever. And, like, okay, we have a logjam at center, so, like, let's add Tiago Splitter. Another fucking center. That's why no, it doesn't make sense to me. He hasn't played in, like, two years for the Hawks. Yeah, what no, is this, some but, buyout shit? But I'm just like, why? Yeah. I mean... I don't know. Well, why? Assets, I guess it's sad. Okay, so it's sad th- to see him like. Were you guys paying Elisova too much? Is that what the problem was? I doubt it. I don't know. I don't know what Elisova's deal was, but. Well, the other trade that we should talk about just now. The one that's going to make me want to throw my coffee against the wall. Yeah, the one that's going to make you want to throw your coffee against the wall. The Dallas Mavericks received Nerlens Noel, and the Philadelphia 76ers received Justin Anderson. Andrew Bogut and Dallas's first round protected pick this year. All right. Here's why this trade sucks. A, they moved the wrong big man. Nerlens fit in with the Sixers in the direction they're going really well. Young, athletic, uh, great defender, great shot blocker, could roll to the rim, catch lobs, dunk, shoot a little bit, great free throw shooter, like just all around good, young, defensive, elite player. I mean, elite defensive, not like elite in other ways. Um, and then we have Okafor, who, yes, he can score. Yes, he can he can catch the ball. If he gets positioned down low, like that ball is going in the rim or in the hoop. Uh, and But he fucking sucks defensively. He can't run. He's slow as hell. He His voice annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> uh, and he's a dummy. He fucking he gets in street fights in Boston. Like... And he just everybody the, gets in street fights in Boston. That's though. true. That's kind of just the Boston way of life. I can't yeah. ever imagine being black in America, let alone black in Boston. Black in Boston, the name of my uh, biopic coming out never. Coming out never. Yeah, yeah. first you got to live in Boston. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. First, like, step one, yeah, move yeah, to Boston. Fuck that. Yeah, for like thirty years. I after watching y'all last night, I I kind of get it. It's like. What is his name? Rashawn Moore? Rashawn Moore is... Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes. He's like... He's Nerland's light. A yeah. little less on the offensive end, but he plays basically just as good a defense. He was catching lobs. And Okafor is somebody you could go to when the shot clock's going down. You put him on an island, and he'll make a move, and he'll score. He also you need tur- that. He turns the ball over a lot. He gets a lot of offensive fouls called against him. And I don't know. I just... I don't... When I just think of like who who would I rather have? I'd rather have Nerlens than than Jaleel. Uh, that's just me, and my opinion is the only one that matters, Mister Colangelo. Uh, Mister Colangelo, tweet us at Airbuds Pod. Tear down, Mister Colangelo, tear down this process. <laughs> he is tearing down this. Tear process. down this process, Mister Colangelo. I, I mean, I know we're only one move, one game in, but. It seemed like an all right move. You got too many centers. I don't understand taking Bogut 
buyout. I mean, he's he's a buyout. He's he's gone. He's going to resign with the Warriors, right? That's what everyone keeps saying. Ugh. It's basically just I seeing if you got running. a wingman there. Actually, I mean, you know, in hindsight, if Justin Anderson turns out to be sweet, I mean, yeah, I I don't hate Justin Anderson. I feel like he's a decent addition. Uh, I don't know if he's going to like. I don't know if he's an improvement over Ilyasova, but he's like, you know, in that same realm. I think so. I don't know. We'll see. I just, I, I'm just after weeks and weeks and weeks of of hearing news that like this team's interested in Julia Lokafor and this team's interested in Julia Lokafor, and then to, to learn that the reason why they didn't make a move to get rid of him was because Colangelo thought that because he was a top three pick that they needed to get more and more. Ugh. And every team was just like, his value is not a top three pick. Like, we're offering you a fair deal. And he's like, no, he's a top three pick. I feel like Sam Hickey would have made a move that would have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah, just got yeah. something. Didn't a little more. So, uh, Ilya Silva deal. I'm going to give that two basketballs for the Sixers. I'm going to give it three basketballs for the Hawks. Cause yeah. I mean, the Hawks. maybe four basketballs for the Hawks. Yeah. The Hawks moved a, sh- a shitty player that didn't play for them and picked up a guy who's going to join the rotation and be good. Yeah. Uh, Gives them some nice depth for the playoffs. Yeah. The Nerlens uh, deal, Mavs, you got fucking five, five basketballs. basketballs. You just, like, jump-started your rebuild so hard with Nerlens Noel. Uh, uh, Seth Curry had 31 last night. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, no, high, there's so. no reason the Mavs could not make a little push to the playoffs. And also what's weird is you have to root for Nerlens because the way you get that first-round pick is only if they make the playoffs. Yeah. Um at fucking yeah, and they need to get like a seven seed, maybe yeah, seven or six which, seed, or just need to like yeah, it's yeah, which is so weird. It's like why would you, like why would you make that pick where like they're clearly not gonna get that far? They're not gonna make the playoffs, but I so mean, you're basically. We're not gonna, gonna, I mean, that pick's gonna revert to what a second rounder next year and a second rounder in 2019. Yeah, so it, that, that Nerlens trade is so dumb. So it seems like he was willing to get less for Nerlens Noel because he just didn't like him compared to getting less for Jalil Okafor. Do you think he didn't like Nerlens because Nerlens was just outspoken about how he was upset about his playing time and his spot in the rotation? Yeah. Was probably some of the, where, where was Nerlens picked? Wasn't he a top 10? Wasn't he a lottery pick too? Um, you guys? Six overall? You guys sing a song while I look that up. No, I got it right here. Sing a song. Sing a song. Nerlens Noel. Six pick overall. First round 2013. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. That was pretty good. Uh, was 22. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Sixers, I, I give you one basketball. And also a spilled beer on the court for this Nerlens Noel trade. Moving on. Next trade we're going to talk about. Los Angeles Lakers receive Corey Brewer and Houston's first-round pick for Lou Williams. Good move for L.A. because L.A. is trash regardless. Yep, five basketballs for everything that happens from here on out because Jim Buss isn't in charge of the team anymore. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Jim Buss hates Magic Johnson for sure, right? Yeah. Oh, this they is like, this absolutely is like a, hate each other. What was... This is what like was some like, Cain and Abel shit. This is... Uh, Fuck, never mind. I, I can't think of the reference, so I'm going to cut right. this out, too. <laughs> You're just going to cut this whole pod? I'm going to come cutting out everything. This is like when Steven Seagal was in Hard to Kill. No, I don't know. Yeah. I was just this is right. like Jean-Claude Van Damme and Kickboxer. Two? Two. Two. T-O-O. Two. <laughs> Kickboxer also? Kickboxer also. I, I mean, I love that sequel. Kickboxer, <laughs> kickboxer, kickboxer also. Yeah, kickboxer also. Kickboxer also. 
Kickboxer Alcove. <laughs> Alt Cove. The, the Kickboxer Alcove. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. It's cool. It's a great movie. What are we talking about? What yeah, trade? Lou, <laughs> we're talking about Lou Williams. And I was oh, just right. Say, uh, Lou looked the the best on his new team of all the deal of all the moves. Like he was like, yeah, dude, just get buckets. hitting shots. Yeah, just getting buckets. I if give the, I give the Rockets fifty basketballs for that trade. It, yeah. It's such a good trade. Such a good trade for them. They, like they, they the two guys, get rid of Beverly. The two guys yeah. coming yeah, off yeah, their yeah. bench are going to be competing for six man of the year. Yeah. Eric Has that Gordon ever happened and before? Uh, I mean, probably not. Can they it's be? Gotta go to Eric Gordon just, just because off the he's trade like just he's shooting like forty four percent from three point range. I don't think Lou Williams is gonna like let that happen though. He's not gonna just roll over. He's, like I think there's gonna be some friendly competition between those two on their team, and they're just gonna be getting buckets. And I think Lou Williams is gonna be way more into it than Eric Gordon for sure. Because Lou Williams. I think he needs it more than Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon yeah. seems like a like a quiet, humble gentleman, and Lou Williams like yeah, he's is probably sliding into every girl's DM <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on Instagram. He's just horny for attention and adoration. That's my take on Lou Williams. Real horny as fuck. So five balls to all around. Five balls to Lou Williams and ten Instagram DMs. Yeah, yeah. Hope what you up? Get your numbers up, man. Get some detox tea, babes. All right, Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> received Taj Gibbs and Doug McDermott in a 2018 second-round pick. And the Chicago Bulls received Geoffrey LeBron, Anthony Morrow, and Cameron Payne. I thought you were going to say that one kind of French, too. Cameron Payne. <laughs> Cameron King. Cameron Payne. Uh, Thunder fucking fleeced the Bulls. Yep, the Bulls are a dumpster fire. Yeah. The Bulls are third behind uh, Kings and Knicks are tied for first in terms of like most fiery. What the fuck is happening? Hottest garbage. They're yeah. tied for zero. Like they're tied for like they're they're so infinitely ahead of every other organization in terms of being so fucking pathetic. They're the Warriors of being bad. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Great take. Yeah. Yeah. They're both. They're both the Cleveland Browns. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> they and they make the. They league. are. They are the Warriors and the Cavs of. Just being inept. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. Because, yeah. like, they, they keep doing things and you're just like, because it's the same thing with the Cavs. You're just like, how do they fucking get? Like, the Cavs are going to end up not doing anything, signing Derek Williams, who's playing really well, signing Deron Williams. That's that's a great fucking signing move, by the way. Corver, they did probably do that? adding Larry Sanders. And did they like, sign Darren Williams? It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's apparently it's a done deal, yeah. yeah. Uh, and to clear are they gonna clear, did they sign Larry Sanders or they just were they just flirting with that? I think they were flirting with it. But whatever it is, Report. they basically yeah. just turned Mo Williams Bleacher Report exclusive. Yeah, that was just to give them some. It was some literally likes. just like, hey, yo, Bleacher Report, just like uh, talk to Sanders. Shout out Bleacher Report. We've got some homies there. Homies. Blah, blah. Um, yeah, but the Cavs are like, how the fuck did they do that? How the fuck did they do we that? We talking or, about the fucking Cavs no more. And uh, the Warriors are like, how the Stop fuck did it. you make? How I, the fuck did you make Javale McGee like I so just, good? I and, brought up the Warriors and Cavs for a second, and Peter took that. He's to gone. Like, I can he's talk gone. about the Cavs now. I can talk about the Cavs. He's talking about fucking Derek Williams. No. Yeah. What no. I call him? I call him Deron Williams. Yeah, Derek Williams. He, yeah. Both of them. Oh, both so, of them. It's Darren Williams and Derek Williams. Yeah. Just the it's D Wills. Spelled Deron, but it's Darren pronounced Williams. Darren. Deron. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the Bulls. The Bulls got so who fucking are the Bulls? fleeced. The Bulls are like the like. The Taj Bull- had to be done. So it's I mean, like he'd been there for a while. Knicks. He was just over it. Yeah. Knicks, Kings, and then the Lakers, Washington Generals, Lakers, yeah. Bulls. <laughs> like Lakers, Bulls are like one A. Yeah. Um, San Francisco Seals. 
nice. Uh, the Thunder, all they did was was kind of like they'll get a couple wins in the first round of the playoffs and still get ejected. But like they definitely bettered they, their team. They could be like the fifth seed the or Thunder, the fourth seed. They're they're gonna be seven. Unless Dougie McBuckets like suddenly becomes an all star, I don't see them. I mean, yo, they just need anybody to hit an open. Three. I mean, that's the thing though. Like now, he's taking all those threes that Roberson and Morrow would just get and be like, oh, oh my god, oh no, I'm gonna shoot it. Like now, Dougie McBuckets is gonna be shooting like forty six percent. Is Dougie McBuckets really getting buckets like that? Like I, the dude is a scorer. He wasn't that's getting open in Chicago like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely wasn't getting open. Like that's what it was. And with Russ. He's going to be more open than ever with Russ handling the ball. So, we'll you know. see. Take a cue from Cleveland Cavaliers Kyle Korver, yeah. who's shooting eight thousand percent right now. There it is. Yeah. So I, I'll give him four balls. I'll uh, give the pending, protected yeah. fifth ball. I'm going to give pending the, their, I'm going to uh, give the Bulls five seating. balls because they're just so inept. It's fantastic. I'm going to give the Bulls uh, one Benny the Bull, one Benny the Bull. Yeah, Benny the Ball, Benny the Ball. And I'm going to give, give the Thunder... Give him one Benny the ball. Uh, I'm going to give the Thunder four... Four thunderclaps. Thunderclap, I love his new album. That's yeah. good. I love, right, how, I love how I'm just... I invented the ball system, and then I... I just, you switched I, it. I'm fucking bailing on it every time. I was going to let you go. You know <laughs> yeah, you really, like, I'm got us excited about it, and then just kind of undercut it the entire time. I'm staying in. All right, last trade we're going to talk about. Okay. Unless you guys really want to break down Mike Scott going to the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to... Uh, You're going to pass the on The most that? boring possible trade ever. You're talking about Mike Scott. Yo, how are we not going to talk about my guys? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Get I the fuck out of here. Be- you talked about the Cavs every 10 minutes. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. ESPN wouldn't talk I was going to save shit. it. I was going to save it for later, but I and then I, and I forgot about we it. We have not. This uh, is later. We have not had we're a Mark now, Price reference yet, but yeah. you know, there's still time. We, we are now at later. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets receive Andrew Nicholson, Marcus Thornton, and a 2017 Washington protected first round pick for Bojan Bogdanovic and Chris McCoola. Excellent Washington Wizards adding some bench depth. Needed it. You guys moved some garbage. We moved some shit that wasn't in it. We were supposed to get a stretch four, and we turned it into a stretch three. I yeah, think- Bogdanovic is good. He's Fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I had him on my fantasy team for a minute. He's legit. He's legit. He, uh, you know, then that one game, it seemed like, you know, the, the team doesn't really know him yet, doesn't really trust him Absolutely. yet. Absolutely. It also seemed like he uh, he didn't know the team. It, it felt like he was kind of – it felt like him – Everybody was pressing. Him, who, 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 name, name someone on your bench. Josh Smith? Is that a – Jason dude? Smith. Jason Smith. Him and Jason Smith seemed like they were fighting for position in the corner. Yeah, Bogdanovich would like run around some screens and go try to stand in the corner, but like Jason Smith was already okay. there. Yeah, it and was, it just was like he's a little, little little messed up still. Yeah, but he did play some defense. I didn't know what to expect from him defensively. He he was, made some plays. Look, he, I, he's tough in there. I, I watched him for a little bit because only because he was on my fantasy team, and he seems like an impressionable player in the sense of I feel like Scott like he'll be good, like good with Scotty Brooks. Like, if he can figure out how to play defense, and he's really just got to come in and give you just, like, a couple, like, good shots off the bench. Yes, like, I he's think like, this he's is just kind like, of a big deal. Like, it's like the pressure's almost off for him. It's like, just fill up the second unit, man. I think it's it, – he relieves the pressure on, like, Markeith Morris because yeah. he was the only guy who would play with the – like, I've seen a lot of games where we were depending on him to score for the second unit, 
or Trey Burke, and Trey Burke would like hit a few shots and then forget he was a point guard. And you know what I'm saying? Like forget he was playing basketball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like that, and it just I don't know. I think yeah. it's a great move for us. I think it's a very underrated move uh, going forward. I mean, the Wizards were already striding. You add somebody who can score for real off the bench. Shit, who knows? Any move that takes pressure off Markeith Morris is good for your team because Markeith is from Philly, and Philly people are crazy. Yeah. So he need, yeah, a little bit more pressure. He, he might have snapped. He, yeah, needs, yeah. he needs someone to come in and take the pressure off him so he doesn't just go on a punch bender. Punch a dude and in the punch, fucking face. Yeah. yeah. He, he will. He's very willing to punch somebody in the face. Oh, yeah. The, the Morris twins are, are, are nuts. Yeah, they'll punch your ass in the mouth. Yep. So, you know, whatever helps with that. I, I don't know, man. I think I think this is a big – I don't know. If it goes right, this might lock up. A second-round loss to the Cavs? Yeah, yeah. Well, a second-round loss to the Cavs, uh, Lord willing, a second-round win against Cel- the Celtics, and a finals loss to the Cavs. Cavs. I call them the Cavs. The Cavs. Cavs. Yeah, they're yeah. the Cavs. The Moon Cavs? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give – I'm giving them four I'm balls, the Nets, protected fifth. I'm going to give the Nets two – I mean, they're they're just trying to lose, so yeah. that they 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 achieve yeah. their dreams. So why don't, let's just go three they, basketballs. Yeah, they get two. Let's nuts. go. Let's go three for the Nets because they yeah. got a first round pick. Yeah, three. after like a horrible, you know, they, they, any yeah. any picks for them is a plus. Yeah, I'm gonna give four wands to the Wizards. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, okay. plus a spell. Four Harry Potter wands for the Wizards. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna give four lightning bolt scars. Expelliarmus. Wizards should just go full Harry Potter. I know. Double like, down. why not? Play in cloaks? That'd be cool. That they be should hard. wear cloaks on the bench. Oh, son, instead of towels, wrap them in a... Yo, I've seen a couple. This spot back home, which is... Uh, coincidentally, they're closing. It was just like a mic that was in town forever at this uh, movie theater. It was like a dollar theater. And they had a bar off to the side, Arlington Draft House. And... I saw a couple leaving the movies in matching Wizards cloaks. Nice. Like, not Washington Wizards cloaks, like just cloaks with moons and stars and shit on them. But, like, that'd be cool if it was a Washington Wizards cloak. That's what I'm saying. They should license that, make them, like, navy blue, put some Gatorade lightning bolts on them. Yeah. They all put towels all over themselves anyway. Why not just have a cloak? That's a good point. It'd be fashionable. I think that's my next tweet. I've been trying to get the team to pay attention to me on Instagram. It's not working, but I tag them all in post. Why can't we just make a cloak and just show get, it to them? Just yeah, yeah like, tweet, hey, tweet it at them. Wizards cloak. Hey, when you're on the bench and you know you're going back in in about nine minutes, why waste all those towels? Throw your cloak on. Get one big ass cloak. Have you seen those towels that are like they're like they've got like the elastic band and like they Velcro? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's just do that, but like at the neck. Yeah, I know. I bet we could find a spot downtown who could, like, bless us. Like a Doctor Strange, Washington Wizards cloak? Son, that Don't would mention be... Doctor Strange. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> Yo, you guys both hate that movie. <laughs> it was a bad movie. Well, in, yeah. in defense of that movie, we saw it the day after Donald Trump won the election. Every the movie's going to be States. bad. But, that, but, like, especially a, a one about, like, wondering, All... like, like, questioning your reality yeah. was, like, not a good idea. But also starring, like, a obnoxiously cocky, like, I'm always right, everyone else is wrong, like, powerful white man. Like, it just was kind of like... Awful time. Yeah, well, just like... watch that dude win last night. I don't want to watch this. A Benedict's... white man altering reality. Yeah. Not a good look day after. Not Whoa. at all. I'm going to say. It's um, like when I saw... Don't see sh- uh, Ant-Man on shrooms either. <laughs> all right. 
Duly noted. Because it's about yeah. it's about a guy getting too tiny. It's very scary when you're on mushrooms. It's a yeah. big fear. It's about a guy getting too tiny <laughs> and like family problems also terrible on shrooms. Those are the two big components yeah. of the film. Don't see uh, Uncle Buck on PCP. <laughs> Guys, don't you watch wanna... Godfather Part 3 on Angel Dust. Please don't. Take it from us. We've all done it. But I'm should, doing it tonight. You should watch Godfather 2 on ketamine. Yeah. Happy <laughs> That is an Air Buds wreck. Yeah, get some special K. Because we're doctors. Godfather 2. That's an offer you can't refuse. Hi, Chihuahua. Last trade. Suns get Jared Sullinger and two second-round picks from Toronto, and they ship P.J. Tucker to the Raptors. Once again, great move by the Raptors. I mean, adding Ibaka and Tucker just like gives them the toughness that they've kind of been lacking. Yeah, big-time defensive presence. Yeah. I got Cavs in five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything the Raptors do, seems, it doesn't really matter to me. The Raptors have been sliding. I'm not worried about them for whatever reason. I'm, I, I got I got Raptors in four. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Just to be yeah arbitrarian. Yeah, for sure. Just like two seconds after we yell at you for talking about the Cavs too much, <laughs> you instantly turn this into the Cavs again. He can do it from any point <laughs> in the show. I'm the LeBron James of talking about the Cavs at all times. All right, let's give you a challenge. You ready? Okay. Uh, my girlfriend broke up with me. Larry Nance. <laughs> okay. Good luck. I mean, I don't get it, but sure. Test complete. Yeah. What's happening? I was trying Craig to Craig Elo. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm turning Terrell Brandon. I'm turning your mic off. Terrell Brandon. So, as far as the trade... So, though, this podcast isn't fun anymore. What? Come on. <laughs> All right, well... I think the Raptors did a good job. The Suns can suck a dick. They're yeah, five basketballs team. for yeah. the Raptors. How are we looking for? Two basketballs yeah. for the Suns. <laughs> yeah. I wish this, the Suns are like that team that like I feel like you're like, oh, they, they got some interesting pieces, but they're just stuck in that position forever. The Suns are very Susan Lucci. They just let Isaiah Thomas breeze on through there. They're going to do the same thing with Eric Bledsoe. He's gone at some point soon. Yeah, the Suns. What's the biggest obstacle to the Suns' success? Is it that their ownership? Their the ownership, of Phoenix, the city of Phoenix, is the my state of Arizona, yeah, yeah. state of Arizona, fucking the world, a state with like sixty percent Mexican population that is also somehow like the most racist state in the union. How does that happen? How does it happen? I, you guys are looking at me. I, I, I well, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. We I don't know. know. What you your, did, your, your, your people go to retire there. What are they doing? My people retire in in Arizona. Arizona okay, is really. Florida Junior, my friend. All right. Well, like yeah, but like. I, I honestly, I thought that's where the Gentiles went. I thought it was all just like I Chicago feel like it's more Gentile in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, Gentile. Gentile. There are I mean, some. That's why it's so fucking fucked up. I mean, there's Jews everywhere. Yeah, where, where, where there's retired places, but yeah, like Gentiles don't retire that much. They do to Scottsdale. That's true. I guess yeah. yeah okay, so Scottsdale is where you find the highest concentration of retired Gentiles. Straight Protestants, the whole town. Yeah, a lot of like Irish Catholics from Cleveland are like, let's go to Scottsdale. Yeah, you can actually uh, bring Bushmills to the stadium. Really? Yeah. Respect. Guys, is that, was that the last of the trade? I believe yeah. so. I w- there's one more topic I want to talk about. What do you want to talk about, Mike? Uh, JaVale McGee and Shaquille O'Neal's oh, yes. ongoing beef. 
Jeez. Yeah. So hashtag bumass. Hashtag yeah. my favorite. Yeah. That makes so, me sad. If you don't know, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, host of Shaq and a Fool. That's it. No, five, don't say five times. Yes. Don't say anything. He's just host of Shaq and a Fool. Five time uh hot dog contest champion. Uh, <laughs> he uh he he picks on JaVale McGee, center for the the, the Golden State every Warriors. Week. Every week. Uh JaVale Talented young athletic player who has a penchant uh, for like doing dumb plays. Yeah, uh, but it's been a very pleasant surprise for them. Yeah, been very good for the Warriors. But Shaquille O'Neal for years has been featuring him on Shaq and a Fool and picking on him. Absolutely. And Javale McGee clearly does not enjoy it. Uh, their little beef took a step further th- uh, up to Angus. Yeah, up to fucking Angus or Kobe. On Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a Japanese man massaging this beef right now. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Shaq threatened to slap the shit out of JaVale McGee. Yes. Because JaVale basically was like, why is this guy always talking about me? It became, it, they, they went back and forth, and the, the Warriors actually went to Turner, Shaquille O'Neal's boss, and said, can you make Shaq stop talking about JaVale McGee? It's like hurting his reputation. Damn. I mean, I... I'm not sure whose side to be on because a little piece of me is like, fuck JaVale McGee because he was a hashtag bum ass for us. I think this goes to something deeper, which is the fact that Shaq's not funny. And he has he found like a bit that everyone loved, which yeah. is like him shitting on JaVale McGee. So it's like and that's like Shaq's thing. And he doesn't have the kind of like uh in like uh wherewithal to find someone else to like make fun of all the time on Shaq and a fool. So it's like not even about Javel. It's like about Shaq looking funny and putting someone else down yeah, and like, it's his thing. So like, like it's like, I feel like it's like not even about Javel McGee. It's about like Shaq looking awesome. And it just, uh, but you could make a pretty good case that, yeah, he's like actually like hurting his value in like how people view him. Yeah, and he does it every fucking week, and it definitely, it definitely is a reason why it took a while for him to catch back on. Yeah, I will say yeah. that for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, like, so that's kind of the bigger thing is that like I can't be on Shaq's side. Why are you picking on this guy? How many, how many buckets does he have to get for you to leave him alone? Also, like, dude's getting a check in the NBA. Yeah, like, which is the dream. I have I don't know. so many takes on this. Okay. You just lay them out, dude. Okay. First of all, you are correct. Shaquille O'Neal is not funny. He's the least funny of all the NBA and TNT people. Like, less funny than Ernie. I was about to say, including Chris Webber. Yeah. Less funny than Chris. Less funny than fucking Reggie Miller. Ooh. Ooh. Like, I, Shaq, to me, he's, yeah. he's a fucking bully that thinks he's everyone's best friend. He's a bully that thinks he's a class clown. And there's nothing less funny to me than that. Oh, yeah, that that exact kind of dude, for sure. Yeah. And uh, B, JaVale McGee is Hillary Clinton, and Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> is the GOP. Wow. Damn. Just wow. running a smear campaign against someone who doesn't deserve it for years and years and years until finally it ends up hurting. Like, JaVale McGee was out of the league for a minute. Like, he Couple years. Was, was because, ev- like, whenever you thought of him – you thought of Shaq and a fool. And I don't know if this is true, but I put JaVale McGee in kind of like, in my heart, in like the J.R. Smith category, where it's like he might kind of be like autistic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he doesn't, like, he seems like a good dude who's just like not that bright. 
or like there's just something a little off with him. He's very talented. He's very like, you know, athletic and good. He's just like kind of his brain isn't always there. And it is fucked up that like Shaq is this multi multi millionaire who's like picking on this dude, preventing him from getting work. Yeah, I'm sure Javale lost like five million dollars on his last contract because he just was regarded as a fucking dumb dope. Yeah, and shame on all the GMs for fucking listening to Shaq and a fool. You know yeah. what I mean? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, and Shaquille O'Neal has a history. Like he clowned Dwight Howard for years. Like he has a history of like, and it's always just picking centers. on big men. Yeah, it's like because he's the best. You're, you you nailed it when you said it. Uh, bully who thinks he's a class clown. Also, like, what does he see in these guys? Like, what part of himself does he see in all these other guys that he hates so much? He wants to be. He still wants to be seen as the best center in the league, even though he's not in the league. That's what it is. He can't stand to see like other younger dudes. Javale looking more athletic than him. Javale, you getting you getting buckets and I'm mad about it. And also. Javel. He's like Crazy. big fucking. He calls him a bum. Like you bum, fucking great. Like that's really you're really funny. You're a bum, Jack. You're gonna Photoshop Javale McGee's face on a homeless person. That's great humor. You fucking piece of shit. If he made the if he made the picture himself, he didn't. I give, <laughs> I give him two basketballs if he made it himself. Okay, Javale. Javale. Shaq, yeah, that that was my. I wasn't feeling Shaq when he first got on Inside the NBA, and then I started to give him some points back when he was like falling down and shit. I was like, yeah, that's funny. That's the but, funniest shit he ever did was yeah. when he tripped. When he fell down. That was right. the best thing. And yeah. then he, and then also like he got pushed into a Christmas tree at one point too. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> so Shaq, you're funny when you get Yo, hurt. just keep falling down, you fucking asshole. Yeah, but when he first got the job, I feel like there was a point when all his point was always, well, if it was me, we win every game. Yeah, or shut yeah. up, Chuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shut up, Chuck. I was on the Bucks. He would, he would, he would. They'd be barbecue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he starts shit with Barkley all the time, and then Barkley will like come like s- snap at him, and then rather than like say anything witty or funny, Shaq's response is always like, "How many rings you got, Chuck? How many rings and, you got?" And it's like, which like, the dude can't take it. Which dishes brings, it, but he can't take it. Which brings me to my next point. The real problem is the value we put on rings. If rings yeah. didn't matter the most, Shaq wouldn't be getting all these extra, you know, tweets and shit. Yeah. yeah, but also, like, Shaq is, like, the reason he got all of his rings, basically. Yes, he had Kobe and D-Wade, but, like, it, like at least with him, it's, like, it's not like it's not like Robert Ori, where you're like, how does this dude have seven fucking, what the fuck? Does this have yeah. seven? Like, Shaq, yeah. it's like, Shaq got rings. Are yeah. there any, like... Shaq, like, almost got a ring with it for the magic. Are like, there any, like, like even tempered giant humans i feel like either you're Shaq or you're the sweetest man yao ming is yeah. like incredibly sweet now the yeah. president of all the chinese basketball association really yeah good for him yeah he's probably giving everybody flowers you know what i'm saying just a sweetie sweet yeah he like brings like a bottle of wine and and takes his shoes off when he comes over yeah, yeah. And, then, and then meanwhile Shaq is calling everybody barbecue chicken all the fucking time <laughs> <laughs> on the plane yeah. yelling at the fucking it's just another way china's become superior to us yeah. guys yeah i almost said stewardesses and i was like that's dated <laughs> i mean we would have gotten it though <laughs> Uh, I give I give Shaq uh, one shed for <laughs> for his sense of humor. The big shed. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shaq, you're you're the black Milo. <laughs> you fucking Ooh. piece of shit. <laughs> Ooh. 
wow. just saying incendiary things and God then getting damn. butt hurt when people come back at you. Right, so he always has. He, and it's, yep. it's, he admitted it in the Magic documentary that he's just like a petty asshole. Yeah. So we know yeah. what it is. Yeah. You a bitch. Um, All right. Shaq tweeted us. Let us know if you listen. Yeah. At Airbuds Pod. Peter called you a bitch. That was not me. I'm going to yep. say that. Yeah. Come at me. Uh, guys, do we have anything else we want to talk about or should we wrap things up? Oh, no, but we do have a guest for next week. We do? Yeah. So just look forward to that, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter wants to plug his guest for next week. We got a guest next week. Shit. Coming back on that guest game. Guesties. Uh, I should say, everybody who didn't make moves, uh, you know, good for you. Uh, I feel like the West should be worried about Boston. Boston. Not Boston not about Utah and Boston is just, you know, goddamn, they got seven picks. They got seven picks and four Wahlbergs. Yeah, man, four Wahlbergs. Eight basketballs. Two Afflecks, baby. Jamel, you got anything you want to plug? No. Peter? No. Jamel is at Nonprofit Comic on Twitter. Peter is at Danger Moses. Check I'm out Airbud Pod. At Air, I mean, I was going to fucking... I was, yeah, you got to let him I was live, listing baby. off What's every Twitter. You, you think I'm not going to mention that? Airbud's Pod. At Airbud's Pod on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Airbud's Pod. Uh, what like it, us, what? Uh, what? <laughs> you, you Peter's forgot. been doing this whole podcast with his f- hand right in front of Mike's face. You like is your you actually, forgot your handle now. He's like a young sibling. I'm not going to tell you my Twitter handle, <laughs> but you should review us on iTunes. We'll give you a shout out. We'll shout you out. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Basketball. Still happens.